All right, everybody, we're live. Welcome to the Moose Lounge. Uh, this is the first episode ever of it. And if you caught the trailer earlier today, then you know that I promoted having some people on here that has many names for themselves within Kentucky outside of the 9 to 5 grind. Well, tonight is going to be a little different. Yesterday was my birthday. I am with my buddy Jeff Leslie. How you doing? And later on this evening, my brother Anthony will be in here when she gets off work. It is about 8 o'clock right now. But he will be here soon when he gets here. And then we will introduce him. But tonight, it's just us chilling. We're drinking some bourbon. We're going to check out the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Of course, when that happens, we won't be doing this anymore. Right. That's going to be a four-hour four adventure. Four-hour adventure. So, <laughs> but yeah, man, how you doing? Pretty good. A little, uh, little tipsy right now. Yeah. We're we're drinking, we're drinking uh, some good stuff. We are drinking some good stuff. We've got Woodford Reserve, Double Oat, the Lexington Bourbon Followers pick. Yeah. Which is smooth. Yeah. I'm very happy that uh, you found that one. Yeah. Uh, I am too. Like, I saw them post about it yesterday. Yeah. And I was lucky to pick up their their new Lou barrel pick that they did. Yeah. It's a newer bourbon company yes, I, I believe it is sourced out of indiana actually but they're in louisville okay. they are in louisville but they're sourced you surprised how many people are sourced Dude. it's a it's mgp yeah and it's sourced out of indiana but the company is in kentucky it is kentucky bourbon people calm down <laughs> we're not drinking indiana bourbon no. over here you know screw that it's, it's kentucky bourbon but the new lube was delicious so yeah. when i found out that they did this i was like crap i missed it and I reached out to him, and the guy, Aaron, I don't know how to say his last name, so I'm not going to butcher it, but Aaron owns Happy Hour Liquors out there in Nicholsville, okay. and he reached out to me, he said, yo, dude, he goes, I still got 27 bottles, he goes, you can still come pick one up, and I was like, nice. oh, awesome, so I went out there, and I got it from the guy, and uh, he asked me how many I had on order, and I said, I don't have any, I said, he goes, but are you part of the group, and I said, yeah, he goes, well, then I got you, and I was like, heck <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about, so... This stuff's good. It, it, good. it tastes better than regular Woodford for sure. Yes, it does. I remember, you know, Woodford being a little harsher. It, yeah. It's a, it's good bourbon. It's not bad, yeah. You know, I got into bourbon, really into bourbon about a year, only a year ago. Like I remember college times. Yeah. Drinking bourbon, we drank Jim Beam White Label, <laughs> seven year. Yeah. I remember doing a lot of bourbon and cokes back then, and it was it was harsh. Like, yes, the Jim Beam was rough. It was. It is not smooth. It was the White Label was not smooth. No, we, that one was just to get drunk. Mm-hmm. That's all that was. And back then, it's all it mattered. Yeah. And nowadays, you know, you still gotta be able to go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. <laughs> right. But you know, once you get older, you realize that it's not all about getting wasted. It's about enjoying the taste and good bourbon. Let's do that. Well, it's a little bit about getting, yeah. getting not wasted, but but we also got this uh, this Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, and it is the September 2020 release, the C920, which I am super excited to dive into a little bit later. <clears throat> I did have the B520 release, which, like I told you earlier, man, this thing tasted like. If you're making a casserole and you take all the crushed up Ritz yeah. crackers and then you pour that butter over it, you get that butter taste. Yes. And I'm just like, 
oh my god. But then also you get the brown sugar in the bourbon. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited about this one. Okay. But not as excited I am as I am about starting this podcast. Right. I'm <laughs> super, super pumped that this is the first episode and I can't wait to see yeah. where this goes. I'm I'm excited too, man. Like it's it's interesting just because the people that you're gonna interview in the near future, like yes, they did the nine to five grind, but they always put a little extra into it. They did. And it's always fun. I think it's interesting to find out what extra they did to get where they're at. Right, because even I don't know all the steps that they did. No, I don't neither. know. I, I'm super excited also to see who we get. Yes. Like, I know a few that's going to be on here. And if you don't know you're going to be on here, you're going to be on here. <laughs> <laughs> like if I've known you longer than 10 years, you're probably going to be on here. Yep. But I'm excited to see what's up. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, Jeff, man, you know. There are a few people that can call me up and be like, Amos, I need you. And at a drop of a hat, I'd be there. Mm -hmm. But, buddy, you're one of them. Yeah. I would do that for you. No matter what it is, yeah. I'd be there. And I've done it for one of my other buddies. And I, did, I remember my wife and I were dating at the time. We were still dating. We were living together. But we were still dating. And it was back when we was at the apartments over there off of alumni. <laughs> I remember, I think we were sitting there watching a movie or watching TV. We just started eating dinner. And he called me. I need you. Yeah. No questions asked. I need you. I need you to come to my house. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I, I got off the phone. I said, I'll be on my way. I'll be there as soon as I can. Yeah. Caught off the phone, looked at her. I said, babe, I got to go. You know, this guy needs me. I said, I don't know why. I said, but he needs me. And I said, I got to go. Yeah. And she said, okay. And I went. And I was probably seven or eight minutes from his house. He called me up and said, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he said, never mind. He said, I'll explain later. And I was like, oh, well, okay. And... I turned around. I busted a UE right in, at 27 and yeah. turned right back around and went home. And I told my wife, I was like, well, girlfriend at the time. Yeah. I said, well, I said, I don't know what it was. I said, but I'll find out later. Yeah. So, but I do it for you. I do it for a few others, but there's not many. But I got no. about five or six on the list. That I just do. a handful. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you and me, just to tell everyone about us a little bit, known each other for 19 years now? Since high school. Mm. I think you was a junior and I was a freshman sophomore. in college. I was a sophomore. Sophomore. Sophomore in high school. Was it? No, you're two years younger than me. I know, but it's just the way it's the way my birthday falls. Is it, is it the way it worked? Yes. Okay. Because I remember me and Anthony went to science class together. That's okay. where I met Anthony. Okay. And then... Uh, <laughs> you also was with one of the Bowser brothers, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you all decided to skip school... I think it was to see the Matrix. Was it was the Matrix or X Men? It was the Matrix Two. Matrix Two, and then what? <laughs> two weeks later was X Men. Yep. And then so we, we did it. We did it pretty much two weeks later, and the second time we almost got caught. Yeah. Or you all almost, I almost got, got caught. caught. <clears throat> I did get caught. Well, you didn't get caught at my house. No, but I got caught. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I got caught because the yeah. teacher at South or Southside Technical mm -hmm. School. 
call my mom. Gotcha, gotcha. So I got caught. Well, I didn't know that. So <laughs> hopefully yeah. my parents don't hear that. But yes, I remember the first time I met you. It was down. But that's what it was. Yeah. Y'all were skipping school. We were skipping school. school. And I went with you. I went with you. So. And I remember, and it throws me off. It threw me off because I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we were downstairs in your room, which was in the basement. Yep. And you looked over at me, but your lazy eye. <laughs> Get the hell out of here, man. Come on, man. Your lazy eye. Hey, it's gotten better, but back then your lazy eye like was really bad. And I remember you looked at me, and you're like, so you guys skipping school to see this movie? <laughs> and I could not tell if you were looking at me or if you were looking at the, the TV. <laughs> and I hesitated. I was oh, like, uh, man. yeah. <laughs> Well, let me tell you what, that lazy eye, I've had some interesting interactions with people, especially being a phlebotomist. I mean, well, not a phlebotomist anymore, but I was. <laughs> but, man, I'm telling you, these people will come up to the window, and they will hand me their picture ID and insurance card, and I'll look right at them, and that lazy eye will be looking at the wall. <laughs> But there's a little window. You can't look at no one else. Like I'm, all, I got one yeah. straight eye. And I'm looking at you or them, and they want to look behind them. Like I'm looking at someone else. So yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I always, you know, do that straight ahead motion thing with my hand. And yeah. I'm like, uh, you, you idiot. I'm looking at you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for making that offer. And thank you, Jeff. <laughs> no problem, man. That hurt. God, every time I remember that, dude, I just got to laugh. Oh, man. Because I was like, that goofy, tall guy. Jeez, oh, goofy, tall guy. That, I don't that's probably what they thought was. <laughs> yeah. I was always that goofy guy in high school. <laughs> always a goofy dude in high school. Golly. You still are. No, I'm always goofy. Yeah, I still am goofy. I mean, so, this podcast, you want to interview people, mm-hmm. but what exactly do you want to do with this podcast? Well, the whole goal is to let the next generation know that there's there's different routes to making names for yourself other than going to college and being successful at a job. Right. At like a nine to five grind. Uh, You can be successful with your hobbies if you have something that you're good at or something you enjoy. You can be good at things that you enjoy, and that's what a lot of these people are. Yeah. Like, they're good at what they enjoy, and some of them are phenomenal. Yes, they are. And I can't wait to hear their stories, because I know the grind. Everybody's got to grind. Yeah. I mean, that's just part of life. Yeah. You just, you can't escape it it just has to it's just one of those things you have to do but some people put that little extra into it and become something bigger and become and something bigger yeah yeah but I I want to let the next generation know especially in the day and age the day and age of YouTube and yes influencers and Instagram and different things like that like you can do so much more yes and in a way it's easier yeah Maybe. Yeah. I mean, but you can definitely be more successful that way. Yeah. It don't it doesn't have to be Well, it's still hard. Yeah. It's still you still gotta work at and it. And you still gotta I mean, grind. Like this is gonna be a grind, like to get these people on here. Yeah. 
It's going to be a grind. Well, yeah. I like, mean, it's not going to be easy, regardless of what how we do it or what who we interview. I mean, we could we could probably go interview Rogan tomorrow, <laughs> and we still I'd interview. We still be in the same spot we are right now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because of who, where we're starting out at. Yeah. You yeah. know. No one cares. Yeah. Right no now. One cares. No one cares. No, I mean, <laughs> if if I can get 10 people to listen to this and hit a like button, yeah. then that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's all you we know, want. If I can get 10,000 to hit a like button, that'd be even better. But I don't even think I know 10,000 people. Yeah. So. But it would be cool. I mean, it would be. That yeah. that would be the ultimate goal. I mean, if in a dream world, the goal would be the, be the next group. Yeah. But even Rogan says, you know, you can't copy his shit show. Because mm-hmm. I remember uh, an interview he did with Joey Diaz. You know, he's like, well, yeah. what about you, him? What about you, Rogan? That's the way he talks. <laughs> what about you, Rogan? You worried about these cocksuckers coming out and trying to copy you? He said, shit. He said, they can't copy this shit show. Yeah. He said, but what they can do is copy my grind. Yeah. They can copy my work ethic. And that's what I'm kind of hoping to achieve. Because... Yeah. If I can get the people that I want, and then the big goal is to get the bigger people that I want, yes. yeah. then in my own little world, I'd be successful. Well, yeah. I mean, just interviewing like any, like, what's the one guy? Uh, no Life Shack. Yeah, No YouTube. Life Shack. If I could get him on here. Either in person or on like a Zoom. Yeah, just in anyway, person would be awesome. In person but would Zoom, be hilarious. Zoom would be cool. I would drive to South, what, South Carolina? South Carolina. I would drive to South Carolina to interview him. But you know, I, I was watching one of his YouTubes and he said he just left Kentucky. And I was like, what? You was in Kentucky? I was like, gone. I was like, man. But yeah, to get him here would be so cool. I think we would just nonstop laugh. Oh, yeah. Constantly. I can see that. And I know a little bit of his story, too, but, I mean, it's all over YouTube. Yeah. But his girlfriend actually inspired him to do it. Really? Yeah, sure did. Inspired him to do it, and, you know, he does the music videos, and mm-hmm. he is absolutely hilarious yep. at he what is. he does. Yep. And he's good at it. And, and, you know, he, of course, claims that he's the best. The best <laughs> video or music video reactor yeah. out there. But he's good. He's definitely awesome. And uh, he's still trying to get to that $3 million, so... If you don't know him, go look him up. Uh, he'll make it. Like and subscribe. Right. Yeah. So, you already answered your goals and stuff like that, but why are you, why listen to this podcast? This podcast. Well, as far as I know, no one else is doing it. Yeah, no one else, I, I haven't seen anything. No. I haven't seen anything anywhere other than Rogan yeah. that has people that's interesting enough to interview and have them on. Yeah. And you know, Jogan, Jogan, Joe Rogan makes it so <laughs> relaxing for yeah. the, for his, in, or for his people, for his guests to come on to open up. Yeah. And you know, we're not going to be sitting here smoking weed or tripping shrooms by any means like that. Let's, <laughs> maybe. Let's not, well, let's not put a pin in that yet. Well, we're, <laughs> We're drinking bourbon, we're drinking bourbon, I promise it's all we're doing. I mean, I'm not saying we're going to do drugs. Yeah, well, anyway. You know. Well. You know. You know, if the opportunity presents itself, maybe. I mean. I mean, if Snoop Dogg was on here, maybe, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can't say no to him. Yeah, all right. But, yeah. Yeah. 
It'd be fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. So why why did you choose to do a podcast? Like why not do Instagram, uh YouTube? I'm on Instagram. Um well I know that, but I'm saying like what I'm saying is why choose to do a podcast instead of just trying to be Instagram famous or YouTube famous like some of these other people? You can't do the interviews on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally 100% down to do the YouTube. To do the video yeah. would be cool. And uh, honestly, I kind of want to. Like, yeah, that would be cool. I would switch to YouTube. Yeah, but the audio is easier to access. It you is. can listen to it in your car. You can listen to it while you're yeah. taking a shit. You can listen to it while you're <laughs> in right. the shower. I mean, it, it. All you gotta do is just press play. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about watching and listening to something. Exactly. So it's easy to do this. Yeah. So that that's why I chose the podcast, the audio version. Yeah. So that that's why I, I can see that. I mean, Instagram. Like you said, I mean, you still interview people per se, but it's, I guess. I don't think Instagram stories can be too long, can they? Yeah, I mean, you can't I've have seen like some long, I've Instagram seen some long ones. I mean, if you don't want to interview people, yeah, you don't want to do Instagram. But, like, it's just Instagram to me is one of the stupidest ways. It's all like, look at what I'm doing now. Exactly. It's like, like you, you know, get those 15 second videos. Yeah. Of like, hey, let me, let me show you how to cook. No. You this. know. Yes. And I got into podcasts back, well, two years ago, you know, I started traveling back and forth to uh, Somerset. Yeah. And uh, podcast was an easy way to pass time. Right. Oh, no. What would we do? No. Nothing. <laughs> but it was, easy time. it was easy to pass time. You know, yeah. I, I was traveling an hour and a half forward and backwards. And, I mean, yeah, podcasts are awesome. Yeah. They're I've easy listened to, listen to a lot to. of them, man. Some of them are... You get those fifteen-minute podcasts, which are cool. They're super easy to listen to. Mm-hmm. Or you get the ones like Rogan that are like two hours long. That take or up three hours or three hours that take up a lot of your day. <laughs> they do. They take up a lot of your day. But it's a good distraction too. At the same time, yeah, three hours flies by when you're listening to. And and you know on the YouTube videos, you know, like I said, I would love to do the podcast on the video, but yeah, once again. Easier access. Yeah. All right. So diving deep, a little bit deeper to you. Yeah. Having the Critchfield last name. Yeah. Was it hard growing up? Just because everybody knows Critchfields in Lexington. It wasn't hard per se. Yeah. But there was a little bit more pressure to watch my P's and Q's. Right. Just because stuff gets back to your parents. Or just because you don't want to hurt the Critchfield name. Both. 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 You know, that. Yeah. one thing, you know, of course, you know, being six foot ten, I stick out like so thumb. <laughs> right. Uh, I do. I mean, <laughs> there's no hiding me. I remember freshman year, I skipped school. And it getting caught skipping yeah. school. But also, I think Lafayette, they had that Scapa school there oh, on the yeah. side. Yep, on the side. And one of my aunts worked there. Yeah. And we had to walk right past and I was like, oh, my goodness, here we go. So, but once I made it past there and I didn't hear, you know, my aunt, yeah. hey, where are you going? You know, I was like, well, I'm scot-free. <laughs> but in the long run, I did get caught. Yeah. And I ended up throwing the keyboard because of it. 
keyboard, man. I'm one of the best typers you ever seen. But it was a keyboard in class. She yeah. took it out on me. She figured it out because I ended up lying to my mom about it. And my mom wasn't going to take no for an answer. So yeah. she dug deeper like a good mom does. And come to find out that her son was lying about skipping school. And they pulled me out of class to yeah. do so. And I had to come clean in front of my parents and the teacher. And the teacher fucked me. Nice. Sure did. Yeah. I mean, can't blame her. I mean, I skipped school. Not. I mean, yeah. so Although my English teacher didn't care. <laughs> I mean, he was like, Amos, are you here? Were you here that day? I was like, no, nah, man, I wasn't there. And he's like, well, I keep asking. But the keyboard teacher, boy, yeah. she, she fucked me. <laughs> I never forget her. She was even a customer at the store, too. Oh, well. I okay. seen her years later. That's why. That's why she was so <laughs> gave a crap about you. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Growing up, obviously your dad's a big influence on you. Yeah. Other than family, who exactly has influenced you to do what you do today? Well, two people come to mind. <clears throat> I enjoy the heck out of Joe Rogan. Like yeah. already talked about everything he does is good. Yeah. You know he he started doing his podcast with his comedian friends out there in L.A. Yeah. To promote their comedy career. Yeah. Pretty much. That's how it all started. Yeah. Him doing stand up. I, yeah, I yeah, heard that. Yeah. But he get in there with a uh, Joey Diaz and. Brian Redband and mm-hmm. maybe a couple other guys. And they just get in there and they cut up. And yeah. What made him big though was when Anthony Bourdain got on there. The, the guy that went all around the world eating yeah, the weird chef. stuff. Yeah, eating. He got on there and when he got on there, it made other famous yeah. people want to come on there too. And right. then ever since then, ever since then, he's been famous. Yeah. So yeah, Joe Rogan, he influences me. Uh, Anthony, my brother, just walked in here. Anthony, say what's up. Hello, hello. Hmm. Thanks for having me. Yeah, buddy. So you have joined this <laughs> shit show. <laughs> but, it's not uh, a shit show completely yet. Yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, Joe Rogan's inspired me. And then uh, the other one that I've actually taken a lot of influence from here lately is No Life Shack. He does the YouTube channel. No Life Shack. Yeah. He does music reactions. And on Mondays, he does a thing called Motivational Monday. Also, a Mumble Monday, but he does Motivational Mondays. Yeah. But what he said on his Motivational Monday video was, you know, if you got a dream, if you want to do a YouTube channel, if you mm-hmm. want to do a podcast, he said, you just got to put it out there. Right. And I've talked to about three other people this past week, and they all three said the same thing. So when you all invited me to come over here and watch this Dead on Justice League movie, yeah, um, I was like, well, shoot, let's let's do this thing. <laughs> I mean, let's make it happen. Might as well. Yeah. I mean, I know you've been talking about it for a while. So, yeah. so, so Anthony, just because you jumped in here all of a sudden, I'm gonna ask you the same question. Boom. Uh, having that was the me creature, you what? Boom, that was me jumping. <laughs> having the Critchfield last name was it hard growing up? Was it hard growing up? Yeah. Just because having the last name, you got to watch, like Amos said, he had to watch his P's and Q's. 
couldn't go around being gangster. Yeah. Because you know, I, growing up here in Lexington, <laughs> we're all kinds so, of gangsters. So, for me, I didn't think it was. Yeah. Um, probably because I was the second born, and I was the wild child. <laughs> for some part. Yeah. You know. um, I, I don't... I don't think it was difficult growing mm-hmm. up with the last name. Well, okay. I didn't think it was difficult. I just, I stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. You know, so if I did something you stupid. Still well, yeah, right. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> giant, so it's hard to miss you. But uh, but growing up with the last name, everybody seems to know you. Yeah. But other than that, like, Not I mean, I don't think I was a bad child anyways. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. You know, a kid will be a kid, you know. Right. I know you a different way, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, besides, and I asked him the same question, besides your dad, because I know he's he's a pretty awesome guy, who was the most influential person for you to do what you're doing today? Besides my dad, mm-hmm. um, do what I'm doing today. Not necessarily. Or how, how I've become yes. who I am today. Yes, how you become. Now, are these... Um, is this a real person you're looking for, or a fictional character, or Just whoever influenced you the most? Honestly, man, I, I I don't I don't know an answer to that. Yeah, to be completely honest with you, I'm gonna say there's there was a lot of influences in my not in my life, especially well, one Superman going in oh, yeah. going into watching this movie. Always been a huge fan. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Could I grow up to be like Superman? No. <laughs> Do I wish I could? Yes. Yeah. Um, still to this day, I don't. Oh, yeah. Still, <laughs> 34. Still, yeah. Um, but uh, let's see. Besides my dad. Uh, man. No, so pretty much just your dad. My dad had a lot of influence in yeah. my life. And, uh, and yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a good person to look up to and follow behind. Um, I'm trying. I'm just trying to think of you know. Um, there were some chefs that I worked for that that you know influenced my my way mm-hmm. in in, uh, in the culinary world. Um, Thank goodness for that because you cook phenomenally. Yes, and, and a lot of and and pretty much all of my chef instructors at yeah. culinary school. Um, we'll get into that when we actually interview okay <laughs> <laughs> when the big interview comes okay yeah. gotcha alright so this is going to be for both of you what's the best lesson that your parents ever taught you in life <laughs> well if you go to jail you got yourself in there so you can get yourself out <laughs> Best lesson in life. Um, I don't know. Treat others the way that you want to be treated. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean that's all, that's what a lot of parents teach. Well, yeah. But I mean, that's yeah, a that's a big thing. And, and they they still practice. I mean, they do. They they yeah. they they do that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Dad always taught us to be a man that that you would. Right. That you know, like like I said, a man that you'd be proud of, but 
to be humble at mm-hmm. the same time. Always. I mean, that God-fearing, uh, responsible. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, once I hit my 20s, that went out the window. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I was definitely not responsible. But, I mean, to be humble and responsible, well, like I said, that went out the window too, but to be humble. Um, not to be a boastful yeah. ass. Right. You know, <laughs> no, no, no one likes that. No. But that's what, I mean, he's... Stand up Everyone knows yeah. if you know Larry Critchfield and Dagon, I mean, you know what he stands for. Oh yeah, and he he's he's honest. He's a good, hardworking man, and everyone that knows that knows that, and they tell you that. Oh yeah, oh your dad's mm-hmm. a good man. Yeah, your dad's a good man. Yeah, I still hear that to this day. Yeah, exactly. Your dad's a good man. Yeah. Maybe not so much his his brother. <laughs> <laughs> his brothers, but. That Larry Critchfield's no, a good they, man. They all say that. Yeah, they all do. Yeah, <laughs> about all, all four they, of them. Huh? About all four of them? No, no, I'm saying his brothers. Oh, yeah, no, I was, brothers, say, I was saying... I know you two. People weren't saying that about the brothers. Oh, oh I got you. <laughs> his brothers say that. My yeah, oh, I know, I know the brothers. My favorite yeah. lesson that my dad taught me was never start a fight, but sure as hell finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I take that to heart, because... Aim small, miss small. <laughs> That's Mel Gibson. Well, you know, he's, he's a rock, right? He's a good dad. <laughs> he's a rock. <laughs> yeah, he's somebody's father. <laughs> But that's true. I mean, that's one thing my dad always taught us in, in hunting. Yeah. You know, yeah. Aim small, miss small. Yeah. But yeah, what was that? Patriot? Oh, yeah. Uh, was it the Patriot America? or was it Braveheart? Oh, no, come it on, man. Was the Rock? No, it was, that was throwing a, the rocks, was, wasn't it? Nah, it was Patriot. Well, oh, okay, okay. You know, you didn't throw rocks in the rock. No. In Braveheart, they threw rocks? Yeah. Because you had the big... Yeah, but in Scott's Braveheart, they didn't you weren't really aim oh. small, miss small. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Braveheart was brute force. Yeah. Which is okay. Too. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with Bruce that. Was uh, don't well. I guess the Scottish kind of maybe started some fights, but you know. Yes, we did. But they damn well sure finished them too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I know this answer for myself, but what's something that people seem to misunderstand about you? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. What the man? I know. Uh, I know my answer. You know your answer. Yeah, because uh, it's easy. I don't know, maybe at first glance they might think I'm a mean person. But, I mean, as soon as they open my mouth, I'm like, oh, this dude's chilling, say, he's a goofball. You say, you, you say that, I feel like I feel like people underestimate, underestimate me a little bit. Oh, underestimate who? Underestimate you. me. Yeah. Uh, Both of you. Yeah. Because. I guess in different ways. How you know? big he is. Yeah. How yeah. tall he is. I, I, I come off as uh, happy, go lucky, and. Mm-hmm. Some people seem to take advantage of that a little bit, like and, a pushover or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. And I'm not a pushover. Not a pushover. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, what about you, guys? Well, me on the other on that statement there. On the other hand, I'm a little bit more laid back, <clears throat> and I have been a pushover, and I have learned, you know, later on or recently. I am laid back. But, yeah, but <clears throat> I mean, you are laid back, but. In recent years, in my life, you know, I've I've learned to stand up for what I got. You yeah. know, so I, I'm not quite as relaxed and just gonna let you walk all over me. Yeah. But back in the day, I did I did do that 100. Yeah. percent I know for me, people think I'm just the typical meathead. Yeah. yeah. They don't, half the people know don't even know I have a computer engineering degree. Right. No. Yeah, <laughs> they would never think that. <laughs> When I tell people that, they're like, what? Seriously? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. 
I can lift weights and fix your freaking computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, it blew my mom when we tiled the floor in the bathroom. And he was like, dude, I could have done that for you. And I was like, get the hell out of here, Jeff. Get out of here. Oh, my God. All right, so... Speaking about all this, influences and stuff like that, what's the most important thing that you've actually learned in life so far? And what was life before learning that? Oh, God. Yeah, we're getting deep. <laughs> what kind of lounge so, did I walk into? It's, we're just, it's so deep right now. <laughs> Philosophy lounge. So deep. Yeah, what is this? Can you feel how deep it is? You should. <laughs> I feel like... I've... Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like we're having a conversation with Chip Dennison. Oh my god. <laughs> Who was a big influencer in both of our yeah, lives. Yeah, he sure was. Shout out to Chip. Love you very much. <laughs> also, real quick, while we're trying to think of the answer, happy birthday to my buddy JD, who's down in Alabama, right? Dude, Texas. Texas. No. No, he's in Alabama. Alabama now. Maybe Alabama. Tennessee. Happy oh. birthday, JD. Tennessee, maybe, yeah. Also, shout out to Wes. I know you've I had know. a birthday he's earlier. He's over the down area in the States. Yeah, he, he's in Alabama. So. But you said what was an important thing that I learned and then what was life what was like life before that? Before, before, after? Before. Before, before I learned it. it. Yeah. Well, well I, I apparently I'm gonna haven't learned it, so I don't really know. <laughs> I'm going to jump in here and tell you this real quick. Uh, <laughs> All right, so Anthony hasn't learned it yet. <laughs> for, me, though, for me, <clears throat> even though we're pushing 35 it was, right now. It was phlebotomy. <laughs> for me, it was phlebotomy. Yeah. Phlebotomy allowed me to secure a job that I was able to maintain. <laughs> I did a lot of bouncing around. I did a lot of <clears throat> wondering what I was going to do. Yeah. You know, crap like that. There was a time that you just were stripping. Right? I just yeah, yeah, that was yeah. still that was a rough and, time. And was broke. Ooh. I mean, I didn't understand. <laughs> you wound you know? up paying I people. Mean... <laughs> Come on, just for, look. For the record, it never happened. Yeah, <laughs> so no. you're the like moose. People would want to see a strip. Oh, shoot fire. <laughs> but no, but seriously, seriously. <laughs> I guess all seriousness went out the window. But, uh, phlebotomy. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I did a lot of bouncing around as on jobs, and you know, I went to the class and got certified and had the knowledge, but then that skill, yeah. the the confidence of being able to walk up to a stranger and stick them with that needle, mm -hmm. that was different. That took that took me six months. I had to I had to wrap my head around that one and uh, do that. And shout out to the team lead that made me do it. Because I told her that I avoided sticking for like three or four months. Yeah. And she said, honey, you done messed up now. I said, oh, no, what do you mean? And she said, she said, every time you're working with me from now on, you're sticking. And I said, oh, no, where are you at tomorrow? I don't know. And then to give you an idea who and where that was, that was where. I don't know exactly. That was where Aaron did the, the triple nipple. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah. uh, Anthony, don't look confused. It's yeah, okay. don't look confused. You're all right. But it was phlebotomy for me because, like I said, I did a lot of bouncing around. I, I did a lot of wandering with yeah. careers. And I've been in the healthcare field for the last eight, going on nine years yeah. now. And I I'm thankful for that. So I think for me, it's probably, it's probably the same thing because I hated talking to people. Yeah. I still do. But at the same time, I'm actually more comfortable and confident 
and co- in striking up a conversation with just a random person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to do yeah. that regardless of yeah. where you're at. Field too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, especially. I can see that. Yeah. So, all right. So now, what's life after learning that lesson? Well, and kind of a, a weird aspect. It still kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have, I have a good, you know, I mean, phlebotomy is not going nowhere. It's just job security, but yeah. it's still the same thing. Still, I do the same yeah. thing every day, every day. Although now I'm not doing phlebotomy anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm specimen processing, but phlebotomy was, it was every day. You got to touch the people and you got to. You gotta deal with the same stupid questions right. like, "Are you good at this? How long have you done this? And is this gonna hurt?" I'm like, "Are you kidding? It's a sharp needle. Of course, it's gonna, gonna hurt. hurt. It's gonna hurt a little bit." Just a business language, yeah. That's my experience. But it's all good. I, I mean, I still got a good job. I mean, I do. <clears throat> it might not be the dream job. Yeah. If I could quit and do this forever and ever from now on, that'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. I'd love to sit here and talk to people and drink bourbon and have a good time. I mean, anytime bourbon's involved. Now. Speaking of bourbon. Yes. Yeah. Anthony, what did you bring? Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what kind of quality bourbon did you bring? How about that? Oh, what, is this? what is it? Bella Maiden? Bella Mead. Bella Mead? <clears throat> yeah. See, I can't even talk. I can't even read. My life lesson is Reading. right now is it's, I need to learn to read. <laughs> The age of thirty-four. I need to learn Yeah, it's a, it's a prohibition bourbon. They shut down. They got shut down during the prohibition. Yeah, and uh, descendants have reopened. Nice. I'm still drinking. I'm totally not reading off the bottle. Back of the bottle. That was all off memory. It was all off memory. <laughs> But did you know that Buffalo Trace was open during Prohibition? I did because I'm taking their. What, what, oh, the distillery just opened the up there. And I opened it. Oh. Yeah, Elijah Craig Bailburn, buddy, go ahead. And uh, they they were open during the Prohibition, and they actually wrote out prescriptions for it. Yes, I do remember them saying that for like headaches, and they can get each family member can get a prescription. And I put quotes around that. Yeah, a prescription for anything. It was the cure all. It was the cure all. It still is. Still is the cure all, guys. Except for that hangover the next morning. (laughs) No, if you get a hangover, life lessons, man. I'm still trying to think. Honestly, (laughs) still trying to think about that question. Yeah, honestly though, my to me, I think it's trying new things. Yes, and trying new things. Trying new things. Yeah, I mean, growing up, I was especially in food. Yeah. Very picky. Yeah, you was. I didn't. I didn't break that until culinary school. Yeah, that <clears> opened <throat> my world to a lot of different things. If he didn't like the way he, it looked, he wasn't gonna eat. If it, it was touching wrong, yeah. I, I mean, I just wasn't. <laughs> that yeah. He would get up. No, no joke. He would get up and go make an omelet, right? Something or scrambled that. <laughs> that or scrambled eggs. Which, by the way, you make awesome cheesy scrambled eggs. I haven't done that. Yeah. But uh, that, that's probably trying new things. Going to culinary school opened up my world for trying new things, yeah. and, and and not just in food, but in life in general. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 now you know you're gonna have to come up with a better answer when it's your turn. 
to get interviewed. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to think about that. Yeah, I, mean, I still, I'm just like, what? What lesson? I'm going to write down these questions for you. You can take this sheet home. I, I really don't, I don't, I, I, remember, <laughs> I don't know how to read. So. I'll call you. Every, my reading level right now is uh, a four-year-old level. Okay, well, I'm going to call you every day you know, and be like, hey, what's that life lesson you learned? <laughs> every day I'm gonna get every day call or text message no you can't it's read like, text message oh not text message no, no I can't read simple words oh, okay. yeah. like life influence yeah I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I mean yeah trying new things is kind of a cop out but I mean it, it, it it's, is but it's not though it's not I mean that opened up a whole different thing for you yeah especially cooking like and, yeah how can you not try different ways of cooking in a class, you know, like, yeah, I'm sure they put you through the, I know they put you through the ringer at Sullivan. Oh, yeah. To try different stuff. Oh, yeah, you had to. Yeah. You had to. There was, there was no, oh, oh, I'm making this dish. God. No, (laughs) I'm never, are you kidding me? (laughs) You, how are you, how are you going to submit this to the chef to try without trying it yourself? Well, what was, I, and we'll probably talk about this another time. But what was the worst thing you ever made and tried at Sullivan? Like taste bad yeah. or God, I mean, what's the one thing? Was nothing I ate. Nothing yeah, you made for me. Honestly, there's nothing that can really there's nothing, nothing that sticks out in my mind. That just made you go there? like, hell no. Lamb fries. Oh, I still haven't tried those. Uh, mm, what? I, no joke. I used to love them. I don't even know Lamb fries? if I'd yeah, still love be open to trying that one. I mean, you put some ketchup on it, I'll eat it. Ketchup <laughs> on lamb balls. Yeah. You, you put Testicles. That's, that's the hey, only way. You put gravy on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 just, no joke. It's not gravy. just any gravy. Oh, you okay. Fry up. You guys are talking about actual gravy. I thought yeah, you were like, no, actual you're like, gravy. No, 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 actual no, gravy. Yeah, no, gravy. but here's the, here's the here's the kicker though. It's lamb fries, right? Yeah. Lamb testicles. You cook them up and you serve them with a white gravy. <laughs> white gravy. And hot balls. Before I find out what they were, and people eat them up. Yeah, I'm sure they do. It. it was delicious. Was it? it? Oh, it was so good. And I was to, the one that told them they were. And to he smell it, I knew you liked these to balls. Smell. No, I, I refused to eat it. To smell it being cooked, dude, it was so good. Dad loves the smell. Yeah, oh, I sm- want it. If it looked, what is this, mom? What is this? Yeah. It's <laughs> lamb fries. These don't look like French fries. <laughs> what kind of fry is that? <laughs> They're lamb testicles. Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> you're telling me you're trying to feed us balls? Yeah, it's the American dream. Oh, you know, you know what's funny? You know how much you like that? <laughs> <laughs> they're lamb balls. <laughs> no, they're not. Yeah, and I never ate them again. No, I haven't eaten. Them Sorry. Since. Yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't hate someone else's yum. <laughs> oh, but you know what's funny though is. I can deep down. Yeah. I shouldn't hate someone else's yum. I'll keep my mouth shut. Every time when I was working at the store, I'd walk back to the Should have just looked at you and took pictures and just posted them later. Yeah. Like, I'd walk back there to the meat counter and I'd be looking at the lamb balls. And, <laughs> and Mike would come up to me and be like, Doesn't that make you ashamed? I'm like, Ashamed of what? He goes, that, that lamb will have bigger balls than you. And I was like, Shit, Mike, you don't know what I got you. And he like he'd always be like, yeah, right, Amos. Nah. But then at the same time, he's like, I don't know, he's a big old boy. 
Oh, man. <laughs> you are a giant, Amos. Yeah. I hope you're... <laughs> Let's just say I hope everything's proportional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. What else we got? Uh, that's all I got for today. All right, man. Sounds oh, like did a you write these? He did You're write. to blame for all these questions. I am. Hmm. So yes. what about you, Those Jeff? Man, what was an important really thing you learned, and then what was life like before that? What was the important thing I learned? Yeah. yeah. Is that weightlifting? Well, like, it can't be all muscle. It have to be brains. Yeah. <laughs> Me brains too. <laughs> All right. Uh, I mean, for me, is that whatever happens, you just got to keep going. Yeah, that's true. You, know, you can't get stuck on history. Can't get stuck on something. That's what I, I. You know, I've said I've said this a lot. And I don't even know if I've heard it. Like, if I heard it from somebody, I had to have heard it somewhere. But life is like a roller coaster. Yeah. And all you have, all you can do. Put your hands up. Just enjoy the ride. Scream when you have to scream. <laughs> yeah. And hold on when you have to hold yeah. on. And laugh or faint. I mean, it just doesn't... You know, some people like to faint on roller coasters. <laughs> they should probably ride them. Yeah, they probably shouldn't ride them. But, but yeah, yeah, life's like a roller coaster. Yeah. And all you can do is strap in and, or strap on. Depends on who you are. <laughs> well... <laughs> well, that's a weird turn. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this first episode of the Moose Lounge. I think we are going to jump off and try to tackle this four-hour movie, and uh, we will see you next week. If you liked it, please, God, hit that Keep follow like button, it. man. <laughs> like it, share it, all that good stuff. Thank you very much. Good evening. What's up, everybody? I hope you've enjoyed the show. I just wanted to drop our social medias out there real quick. The Moose Lounge on Facebook, The Moose Lounge on Instagram, and The Moose Lounge 1 on Twitter. So if you enjoy what we're putting out there, please follow us on all those, and stay tuned for updates. Thank you all.